Today is the 22nd of June, 2020. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Ray. I want to say thank you to everyone for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship together. Speaking of a regular rhythm of worship, I do appreciate you allowing me to break that regular rhythm of worship for a week. Um, it has been a much needed break and there was some time spent some doing some exploring and some thinking and just some relaxing. It wasn't really a time off because I still had work to do, but it was nice to have a break. If you're joining us for the very first time, welcome. More than glad to have you with us. Each episode follows a really simple, easy pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture, and music. It's really easy to pick up as we go along. Before we start, don't forget, if you'd like to have a physical copy of the script in your hands, then click the Download the Script button in the episode notes, and you'll get a PDF of today's episode. If you would like to support Walking the Way, you can tell I've been away for a while, can't you? The stuff normally rolls off the tongue. <laughs> I wish. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, then a link to our giving page is in the show notes. We would re- really appreciate your support. And finally, if you want more information about me or the podcast, head to rayborrits.co.uk. Again, the link is in the episode notes. We always start each leg of Walking the Way with our opening prayer. So let's pray, shall we? Creator God, you breathe this world into being. You are discernible within the very harmony of nature, the perfection of a butterfly's wings, the grandeur of a mountain range, the soaring eagle and the hummingbird. Thank you for this world that you have created. Thank you for summer sun that reminds us that your creative breath is still alive and active. Thank you for the warmth of your love, sustaining this world, your garden, our home. Amen. Ecclesiastes 3.1 Everything that happens in this world happens at the time God chooses. We all probably know this verse as there is a season for everything under the sun. That's the old translation. We're using the Good News translation today, and it's everything that happens in this world happens at the time that God chooses. And I have to believe that's true, and I really do. One of the reasons why we, why I took a break from the podcast last week was because we've recently adopted two children, and they are all getting to the stage where there are big things happening in their lives. And the thing with adoptive children is change is difficult. <laughs> don't know anybody else, don't really know anybody who doesn't find change difficult, but change is difficult. And so as they're getting older, and we had to rearrange their rooms, we had to put them into bigger beds. So the two-year-old went from a cot into a toddler bed. The three-year-old went from a toddler bed into a full-size bed. It was just a real shift in the way we were thinking about them, and it was quite difficult. They reacted like we thought. There, um, there were challenges. Our two-year-old thinks that this is brilliant. He's been released from prison, um, and it shows. We were, I was up at half past one this morning trying to get him back to sleep, and at half past three I decided I'd better get back to sleep and just left him to it. Hence why this is this reflection is unscripted, and if you're looking for this in the show notes, 
you're not going to find it. But this, there is a season for everything. Everything that happens in this world happens at the time God chooses. And sometimes things happen and we wonder why. And occasionally, just occasionally, God will give us the answer why. The situation we're in at the moment with the COVID-19 crisis across the world. Many people have been asking us, why has God allowed this? And this ha- I firmly believe that this has happened at a time when God has chosen us to, because I think that God wants the church to think and reevaluate and just generally look at what its role is. You know, we become so comfortable as Christians living our lives as day-to-day, just rolling from day-to-day, and then going to church on Sunday and singing and listening and then going home and carrying on often as nothing happened. And one of the things I found over the last 12, 14 weeks is that I've had to ask myself the question, what does it mean to be a Christian living in these times? And I know I've talked about this in the podcast previously. At the beginning of the podcast, that COVID-19 was was a big thing and was regularly came up. But I still believe that this is a question that we have to to answer. God has been good. may not seem like it, but God has been good during this time. And as we come back to normal, we have to find ourselves asking the question, what did God want us to learn from this time? Because I believe that he has given us this time to learn something new. There was an article in The Spectator, which is, a for those of you who are listening who are not in the UK, is a uh, the magazine for the Conservative Party. The Conservative Party is the the very right-wing party in the UK. And they might dispute that. The and it was the the tagline was the church has missed an opportunity by disappearing during this COVID nineteen crisis. And there's been a lot of feedback from that. There's been a lot of flashback from that, and a lot of feedback going. Well, actually, you know what? Just because church services have stopped doesn't mean that the church has stopped, and it, that's quite right. In one of my churches, we've established a food bank. It'll be a food bank that'll stay there because we've recognized the need. It'll be a food bank that carries on until we decide that actually it's no longer needed or until Christ comes back. Take the pick. I think it'll probably be the latter before it's the former. Everything happens in this world happens at a time that God chooses. And our response to that is as important as God's timing. We're all in difficult situations. But my prayer for each and every one of us is that we take this time and we embrace it, and our earnest prayer is that God will use us during this time. We're going to have our first piece of music just to give us some time to center our thoughts on God. And then we're going to get into our Bible readings for today. And in today's readings, we carry on with the book of Romans.
Let's ask God to speak to us through the scriptures this morning, shall we? Heavenly Father, as we read Paul's words to the Romans, remind us today that you are a God of truth and help us to hear your voice clearly through the words of Paul. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our Bible readings this week are taken from the Good News Translation and today we're reading Romans 2. Do you, my friend, pass judgment on others? You have no excuse at all, whoever you are. For when you judge others and then do the same things which they do, you condemn yourself. We know that God is right when he judges the people who do such things as these, but you, my friend, do these very things for which you pass judgment on others. Do you think you will escape God's judgment, or perhaps you despise his great kindness, tolerance, and patience? Surely you know that God is kind because he is trying to lead you to repent. But you have a hard and stubborn heart, and so you are making your own punishment even greater on the day when God's anger and righteous judgments will be revealed. For God will reward each of us according to what we have done. Some people keep on doing good and seek glory, honor, and immortal life. To them, God will give eternal life. Other people are selfish and reject what is right in order to follow what is wrong. On them, God will pour out his anger and fury. There will be suffering and pain for all those who do what is evil, for the Jews first and then also for the Gentiles. But God will give glory, honor, and peace to all who do what is good, to the Jews first and also to the Gentiles. For God judges everyone by the same standard. The Gentiles do not have the law of Moses. They sin and are lost apart from the law. The Jews have the law. They sin and are judged by the law. For it is not by hearing the law that people are put right with God, but by doing what the law commands. The Gentiles do not have the law, but whenever they do by instinct what the law commands, they are their own law even though they do not have the law. Their conduct shows that what the law commands is written in their hearts. Their consciences also show that this is true, since their thoughts sometimes accuse them and sometimes defend them. And so, according to the good news I preach, This is how it will be on the day when God, through Jesus Christ, will judge the secret thoughts of all. What about you? You call yourself a Jew. You depend on the law and boast about God. You know what God wants you to do, and you have learned from the law to choose what is right. You are sure that you are a guide for the blind, a light for those in darkness, an instructor for the foolish, and a teacher for the ignorant. You are certain that in the law you have the full context of knowledge and truth. You teach others. Why don't you teach yourself? You preach, do not steal. But do you yourself steal? You say, do not commit adultery. But do you commit adultery? You detest idols, but do you rob temples? You boast about having God's law, but do you bring shame on God by breaking the law? The scripture says, because of you Jews, The Gentiles speak evil of God. If you obey the law, your circumcision is of value. But if you disobey the law, you might as well never have been circumcised. If the Gentile, who is not circumcised, obeys the commands of the law, will not God regard him as though he were circumcised? And so you Jews will be condemned by the Gentiles because you break the law, 
even though you have it written down and are circumcised. But they obey the law, even though they are not physically circumcised. After all, who is a real Jew truly circumcised? It is not the man who is a Jew on the outside, whose circumcision is a physical thing. Rather, the real Jew is the person who is a Jew on the inside, that is, whose heart has been circumcised. And that is the work of God's Spirit, not of the written law. Such a person receives praise from God, not from human beings. We're going to have our second piece of music just to give us some time to think about the bits of Scripture that have caught our attention. And then after the music, we're going to say our prayers for today. Before we pray, just a reminder that if you would like us to pray for you, then drop us a line through the usual channels, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, email, our voicemail service. The links are all there. If you'd like us to pray for you, drop us a line. We'd love to pray with you. This is what happened to me last week. And last week, I made an absolute point of trying not to answer emails because it was meant to be some time off where we could focus on what was happening with our kids. 
Um, but I got a tweet from, from Daniel saying, could he send me an email? Um, so I said, yes, feel free. So he sent me an email and he is a victim of the Corona-19 crisis. Um, and the prayer, well, without breaking his confidence too much, there is a real possibility that because of their financial situation, because of the virus and the, the COVID-19 crisis, that they are going to lose their house. So we're going to pray for Daniel and his wife, and we're going to lift them before God and ask that God intervene in a mighty way and that it's just a way that will just uplift him and his wife and his family and will ease his stress and his burdens. And God is a God of miracles. And I believe today that God has something in mind for Daniel. So let's pray for Daniel and his wife, shall we? Heavenly Father, we thank you that there is a season for everything, but that you are ultimately in control. And so, loving God, we lift up Daniel and his wife to you as they face some very uncertain financial times. Lord, Scripture tells us that you own a cattle of a thousand hills and that you are also generous beyond measure. And so, Father, right now, I just ask, Lord, that you would intervene in Daniel's life. Intervene at work. Intervene in the work situation for his wife, that the hours they get would improve. That Daniel, who is facing cutbacks, Lord, will not be part of those who are cut back. Lord, we ask that the promotion that he's been praying for will come quickly. Lord, we trust you. And we lift them up to you. And we ask that you would intervene in a way that is powerful and mighty. We ask all these prayers in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Our prayer for today is a prayer about new beginnings. Lord, you make all things new the Creator who is continually nurturing, renewing, and developing every aspect of our remarkable universe. Lord, you make all things new, and so we rest in your creative arms. We dwell in the hope of this renewal, and we find hope in the strength of your mighty hand. Lord, you make all things new. Take all that we are, all that we care for, and all that we love into your gentle arms. Heavenly Father, come to touch and heal, mend and restore, release and minister. Lord, thank you that you make all things new. Thank you that there is always a new start in you. Thank you that today our lives are being remade anew. Amen. We say together the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. 
Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episode can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the press. If you want to partner with Walking the Way, if you'd like to donate towards the project, that would be amazing. We are looking at upgrading all our equipment, so any donations would be fantastic. Please head to www.givesendgo.com forward slash walking the way. And for more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk. You can find me on Twitter, Facebook, or Instagram. Don't forget you can also listen to us on TuneIn and YouTube. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.